Okay. 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 Welcome. Okay. 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 Can I start now? <laughs> you could have started long ago, dude. <laughs> no, I didn't, because you were like, okay, okay. Well, that, that's uh, that's my thing. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Welcome. See, there you go. Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Click on that contact us button when you go to the watchlistpod.com to reach out to us. You can also catch our back episodes there and make sure you engage with us on social media at symbol the watchlist pod, at symbol pirate Alice, and at symbol Bill Ivory Larson. So this was another one of those weeks <coughs> where I was busy. Oh, yeah. Busy. Busy. Oh, yeah. 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 So, David, shout out, David. What's up, David? Yo. You remind, he even had to remind me Mm -hmm. that Loki debuted on Disney. Oh, dude, what the hell? You said you were going to, we were totally going to talk about it today. Oh, I know. Don't worry. I watched it. I watched it. Actually, Laura and I both watched it. Well, all right. Uh, And then I got something else. So, that's mm, good. You want to do you want to save that for last? What do you want to do? We could save Loki for last. Let's save Loki. That's what they call in radio a teaser, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> Stay tuned for our review of Loki coming up after this. Now okay. on with the countdown. <laughs> America top, top 40. 40. All right. Now that you've done all that, you can start with your first one. All right. So it's been a busy week for Bill, right? I'm not going to lie. So I was trying to find something short and quick to review this week other than Loki. So I was I was going through Netflix. And, and one of the things that I notice about Netflix is that they've got this handy dandy little choose something for me button. Oh, Yes. But I don't trust that yet, so I kept going. And then <laughs> I and I landed on this show called Bonding because the av you know how they have not the avatar, but like the little still image mm-hmm. was a woman dressed in like patent leather with a whip and all that uh-huh. stuff. And I'm like, oh, all right. Uh-huh. And then the little tease isn't necessarily a clip of the show. It's like, you know, if you stay here three more seconds, you're going to see something more than you really want to see. Oh. And I'm like, all right, how, how long are these episodes? Because it said 2021. And I, and I really wanted to watch something on the newer side. Yeah. So I watched the first episode of this. And just to give people a little bit of a, a little bit of a background on this show it's a it, so this woman Tiffany she's a psychology student but she moonlights as a dominatrix and uh, there's a friend of her from high school whose name is Pete and Pete needs a lot of money and Tiff Tiffany needs a sort of bodyguard while she 
works in this really weird apartment sort of building doing her dominatrix thing. Mm. So she is a psychology student by day. She is a dominatrix at night making money. And so she enters into this, this working relationship with Pete so that, you know, she can help him and blah, blah, blah. My, uh, and it was, it, it actually was amusing. It almost was a cross between, like, it had a sort of Killing Eve kind of feel to it, but not, you know, with the death and assassin thing. <laughs> just just the level of dark comedy that's in there. And and sort of a, a sex in the city kind of thing. It was weird. Did I like it? Yes. Okay. But the first episode, you just kind of jump right in. You don't get the expositional part until the end of the first episode, so much so that I actually stopped it to make sure I really was watching episode one and that I didn't miss anything. Okay. So this show actually debuted in 2019, but uh, season two debuted this year, 2021. Okay. So if anybody out there, yes, if, if you have seen Bonding before, there is a new season. It is out now on Netflix. I was new to the party, and it's, it's you know, if you're into dominatrix kind of stuff, BDSM and all that other kind of stuff, you might want to watch it. <laughs> Why is my voice getting higher? But if you're looking for something kind of dark and comedic, there you go. All right. Okay. I watched In the Heights. It's on HBO Max right now and in theaters near you. Or maybe Ooh. not so near you. Depends on if they're open or not. Yeah. So how what? That's the Lin Manuel uh, yes, Miranda thing. Yes, this is thing. the filmed version, the film version of Lin Manuel Miranda's musical In the Heights. Um, In the Heights was on Broadway before Hamilton. For those who don't know, mm -hmm. uh, the film was directed by John M. Chu, who did Crazy Rich Asians. Mm -hmm. So it's very colorful. It's really uh, visually stunning. The, the musical numbers are really cool to watch. It's about the neighborhood in New York called Washington Heights and the people who live there. Uh, a lot of a lot of immigrants of uh, Latinx immigrants living in the Washington Heights and just their interactions and their dreams of what they want to do. And there's some immigration issues, of course, going through all that and gentrification of the neighborhoods happening. And essentially that's, that's like the, the crux of the whole musical without telling you everything about it. Uh, it stars Anthony Ramos, who was in Hamilton. Okay. Yeah, he played uh, Hamilton's son at the beginning and then oh yeah 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 came uh john lawrence i want to say later on or maybe it's the other way around he was john lawrence first and then he became uh philip hamilton later on <laughs> okay. i got that backwards uh jimmy smits is also in it and Corey hawkins do you know who Corey hawkins is does that name I ring any bells to you 
No, but that doesn't mean anything because I am yeah. horrible with names. He played Dr. Dre in the 2015 film Straight Outta Compton. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. Uh, he's in it as well. They're all really very good actors. The other names I didn't recognize at all. But it's really well done. It's really good. The songs are very Lin-Manuel Miranda kind of. Mm-hmm. I would say they're like reminiscent of Hamilton, but this came first. So maybe Hamilton's reminiscent of In the Heights. <laughs> We're just right. getting them backwards. Uh, but yes, it's uh, it's very much his sound. He has a small little part in it. Lin-Manuel Miranda does. You see him walking through the, the Heights neighborhood. Mm. It's really well done. It's good. Uh, worth watching. Uh, you can well, stream it on HBO it. Max if you don't want to go pay to go to a theater. Well, I definitely want to stream it. And, and I want to take as much advantage as I can of seeing Warner Brothers slate of films at home before we absolutely have to go back to movie theaters mm. to see stuff again with my voice going up. Just uh-huh. like that. I gotcha. Yeah. But I, you know, but Laura and I were looking at each other, like, would we pay money to go see this? And I, and not that we don't pay money. Well, we sort of don't pay money for HBO max because it's part of this whole cell phone deal. But would we, are, are we more apt to watch it immediately because it is now basically on demand for us versus paying $30, possibly more for a night out at the movies? So I will ask you, would you have paid theater prices to see it? Judging by those faces, no. Um, You know, I I. I feel like as much as I love Lin-Manuel Miranda, he's brilliant. I just don't feel like this is, and it probably would look great up on a screen and have a whole evening event of it, which really a musical should have that kind of thing. But I just wasn't feeling that kind of feeling for it to where I would actually pay that much money for it. So it was good on TV. Yeah, it was great on TV, and then you could rewind it and watch it all over again because you're going to want to sing along and learn all the songs. Right. And I think you totes should do that because that part's the fun part of a musical. Um, but how much is HBO Max again? Isn't that um, fifteen? I said fifteen bucks. See, I want to say. But like for fifteen bucks, if you went full bore and got HBO Max. Not only could you see all of their, well, all of their new stuff runs for a month only, and then it falls off. But you've got all their new series that are happening, too. Yeah. Plus Uh, access to all their old stuff. HBO Max is the shit. It's a good streaming service. It's got the Studio Ghibli stuff, too, going on right now, still. But for 15 bucks, it's almost worth it to get HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch in the Heights and then all their new stuff for the remaining of the year. Yeah. And, and this way you're still saving money. Okay. Yeah. All right. And watch in the Heights repeatedly to get your $15 worth of sing along. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So okay. the only other thing that I watched this week was the debut on Disney Plus of Loki. 
I have my international show. Do you want to save Loki for after the international oh. show? Com- coming teasing. up. <laughs> People are going to get so fucking tired of us. Our 12, li- our 12 <laughs> listeners are going to fucking defect. <laughs> so my... Yeah, go my to your international, international show. show. Yeah. You actually remember them. I can never remember them. I love I love our jingles. I love them too, but they just they're not in my head until after I played it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's that one. Yeah. Anyway. I've been watching this series. It's actually from 2016. It's from South Korea. And it is called W. Oh. Just the letter W. Okay. This is like a, it's like a fantasy romance thriller action show. Okay. About a girl who's a doctor and she gets sucked into a comic book world. As you do. Very much like take on me from Aha, but not. <laughs> it's a great fucking video, too, by the way. It is a great way. video. Yeah. Back so, in the 80s, yeah. that video was amazing. It, it is still is amazing. Shit, man. It's the shit. So the main character of the, the comic series, the, her dad is the artist for this comic book. He's the artist and the writer of this comic book. And she gets sucked in. Just as the main guy is is dying, and she's a doctor, so she saves him, and then she's got to figure out how to get out of the comic book now, because she doesn't even realize how she got in in the first place, and she didn't even realize it was a comic book right away, and she's in her hospital, but it's not her hospital, and nobody recognizes her because she's not really in her hospital. She has nowhere to live. No food to eat. It's very crazy. And she's waiting for the guy to to be shocked in some way to have that that, you know, to be continued kind of comic book ending for her to be pulled out. Right. <clears throat> and this happens repeatedly. And he's seeing her like she's the key to my existence. And then she becomes a suspect of his attempted murder. And she's can't say well i have no identity in this world because i'm not from this world i'm from the real world and this is a comic book when you're in an interrogation room everything is very real in Mm. in the comic book world and that's really the what's going on and, and trying to figure out why she keeps getting pulled in and why this millionaire guy in the comic book who's like action hero man is why he keeps pulling her in and just her dad has gone crazy too because he's been pulled into the comic book as well (gasps) yeah yeah it's all crazy and the comic book is right in itself and i'm not done with it yet so and shit's gone gone down man it's going down the big bad guy is like in charge of the comic book. Like the writer just, his whole plan is out the window. 
Because oh. the bad guys, all the antagonists have taken over the storyline. And, and where is this show? This is on the streaming service called Vicky. Ah, your new Vicky. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's in other places, but I don't think it's any like like the mainstream places. Like it's not on Netflix or Amazon or any of that. Right. Okay. But it's really well, fun. It's really fun to watch. This well, neat. parallel worlds almost, but not really kind of a thing. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay. W is the name of it. Double U, like double U. Like, no, like the letter W. Oh, like oh, okay, okay, okay. It is just the letter W. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are we at that part of our show now? <laughs> what is that? Like the like the <laughs> fucking Smashing Pumpkins version of our theme? Must be. <laughs> That was some bullshit. What? I'm, da, I'm not da, musical. Da. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we both watched Loki. Indeed. Uh, the it's a six episode mini series that is part of the MCU Phase Four, and it debuted on Disney Plus. We were recording this on a Friday night. It, it debuted the other day. And I've got to say, it, it's got me. Mm, okay. I I love this show. I thought it was good. I liked it. Yeah. And it actually has me more than, and I was talking about this with David, more in this first episode than, it took a while for me to warm up to um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, it took me a bit too. This one, it grabs you. And I think that's only because Loki was just one of those standout scene-stealing kind of characters to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, and I and I was de- and I debated this with David for a hot minute that these shows are the setup that they don't have time to do in the movies. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, so the the entirety of the show, Captain America. I want to call it now Captain America and the Winter Soldier is to set up Sam <laughs> as Captain America. So, why are we laughing? Oh, the Falcon and Winter Snowman. Yeah, that's that's what made me laugh. I, I didn't call it. <laughs> I didn't call it Falcon and Winter no, but, Snowman. But you called I it know, Falcon but, and Winter. But Snowman. when you said it. Right. When you said that, it went through my head as Falcon and Winter Snowman, oh, I and I okay. laughed. That's what I laughed yes. at. Gosh. Gotcha. Jeez. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so these shows are the, they're not just interstitials. They actually do provide a lot of background. And I think you needed to see the background of Falcon and Winter Soldier to understand Sam's motivations and hesitations about picking up the mantle of Captain America, because at the end of Endgame, when he's given the shield, you automatically assume, you know, he's just going to go out there and do his best, but you don't see the human side of actually picking up 
that shield and what it means. And that entire series dealt with that. Loki is very interesting because after stealing the Tesseract during the Avengers Endgame movie. So for those of you not brought up to speed or into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Avengers Endgame takes place after everybody, like half the population of the world is blipped. And what the Avengers do is they have to go back in time to the points in time where all the Infinity Stones can be gathered up so that they can reverse the effects of what Thanos did. But in Avengers Endgame, they go back to the events of the first Avengers movie, which is 2012. And Loki is being taken into custody. Now, they showed this in Endgame. And somehow the Tesseract pops out of a suitcase. He picks it up and disappears. And we don't know what happens to him. And in this show, you, you see what happens to him. And what happens is uh, he's brought before what's called the Time Variance Authority. It exists out of time and space. And it monitors the timeline that they very much set up as a part of Endgame. And because Loki picked up the Tesseract and disappeared, he created a variant of himself. So he's faced with a choice. Either we can erase you, this variant, from existence, or you can help us catch another variant of yourself who is bad and evil and killing people and stealing our little time resetter thingies. Mm-hmm. I love this show. I, I think it's great, but weren't they calling it something? They were calling it like the sacred timeline, weren't they? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It was the sacred yeah. timeline at, well, and Loki's questioning the time variance authority people saying, well, what about those guys that was supposed to happen? Mm-hmm. So I've heard some theories. Okay. Uh, that this well wait a minute do we want to spoiler alert these theories we should spoiler alert these theories that's why i said we've heard some theories and i pause to see if you want to spoiler yeah. alert or all if right. you even want me to mention them i don't know all right everybody you have five four three two one all right spoiler theory so one of the theories that i heard i don't know how spoilery it is because there's no uh Nothing has confirmed that this is a thing, but the one place I was looking at had felt that Loki is go and the time variance authority. They're going to be the ones who uh, kind of tie up all those non uh, Faggy shows as like okay. variant timelines to stick with his sacred timeline of what he wants for the whole Marvel universe. And I read somewhere that they said that Captain America staying with Peggy Carter was in an alternate timeline. Yeah. And if you, I don't know if you saw, 
but there's a piece in there when uh, Loki has that lady's thing and he pops into the hallway. You see somebody bringing Peggy into their offices and carting her away. It's a very small little Easter egg in the background. No. Yes. No. Yes. All right. I'm going to have to go look for that. You have to go look for it. Okay. And this is when he gets to the time authority. He's already there and he was in the room screwing around with that lady and she kept running at him and then he'd stop her with that thing. I I don't. He stopped her or she stopped him? No, she's coming at him in like a a room. He's in a room and she keeps coming at him and he keeps hitting the button and stopping her every millisecond. Do you remember that? Yes, yes, yes. And then he pops into the hallway. And that's Peggy Carter? In the background, the a wall opens up, and she's got her hands tied walking in, and that's her. Really? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, Laura. What? So I'm, I'm of course have to Google this. Loki yeah. viewers convinced Peggy Carter makes background appearance in episode one. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's see if they show this here. Hang on. Give me a second here. I'm going to yeah, watch Ner- this scene really quick. Nerdist had, had it, the guy talking about it and he showed it. That sort of looks like Peggy Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of looks like her. It's a very quick little quick thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I saw that little scene just now and I'm not convinced it's her. It it could very well supposed to be, you know, very well could be her character, but yeah, we'll see. All right. What's another theory? Well, that was the main one was, was the Peggy Carter. That's the one I really cared about. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So Laura looks at me after this show and she says, did I miss something? And I said, babe, with all these shows, you feel like you always miss something. That's why there are all these geek websites and geek YouTube channels that break everything down. So we actually found an 18 minute one. Oh, Uh, what what did you um, learn? Oh, it just goes through all the Easter eggs and stuff, but I think it missed the Peggy Carter possibility. Oh, okay. But, you know, it's going over all the, even the posters in the background, like like <laughs> the dumb shit that, that we, we talked about in a past episode. Like the these guys watch the first episode, they watch it as soon as it debuts, and then they spend the rest of eight hours during the middle of the night freezing every single frame. I ain't got time and for that shit. And then making the video, editing it, putting all their music into it, and then throwing it out there so that they can get all these likes. And that's what I watch to make sure I didn't miss anything. Because these, <laughs> these, now these shows in the Marvel Universe are very dense. And I'm also convinced that they do these shows so that when you get to the actual theatrical movies, you don't need a whole lot of character development unless they introduce somebody new in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you've you've already established this because you've already watched Loki or Falcon and Winter Snowman. You know, you've already you've already seen all this stuff. But it will be very interesting to see because all the te- all the Infinity Stones, 
mean nothing. Yeah. They are there are different copies of them sitting in a drawer in, some in this time death. variance authority in <laughs> yeah. in this authority office. And none of the things work. And 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 there's there's one soul stone. Did you notice that? No, I wasn't paying that much attention. There's one soul stone and then the rest of them I think are the rest of the of the Ooh, gems. Interesting. Well, it is because you have to kill something. Well, yeah, it is. Get, Interesting. You know. Mm -hmm. But as far as this show goes, wow. Not yeah, bad. It was a lot of fun. It's it's very fun. So if you have Disney Plus, watch it. And you're into all the Marvel stuff, watch it. And I would even say you know, watch Infinity War, Endgame, and then jump right into Loki if you wanted to. You could do that. Yeah, you could do that. But okay. the fact that Loki is a god and none of his god stuff works in that time, variant authority, mm. and they're all kind of mocking him of like, oh, trickster god, eh? Doesn't seem very trickstery. Yeah, I, he's... It's, it's, he's... It's the comic relief, I feel, you kind of need. <laughs> ah, so um hang on one second for me i want to double check something here yeah did you notice uh one me mosaku she is the actress who played that badass time cop who went to go get him okay she's from she's from lovecraft country oh yeah She's the one who actually puts on the white woman's skin yeah. and moves around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was very good. So anyway. But the one thing to remember and part of what makes this show extremely interesting is that the Loki variant that we're following in this show mm -hmm. is from 2012. Mm. Which means that because he escapes, he hasn't gone through the events of the other Thor movies. So when he's watching his mother die, he hasn't lived through that yet. Oh. Hence he's a variant. So that's all in his that's all in, you know, we'll call it Loki Prime's future. So he's seeing all of this and then is told that he's the cause of this. And, you know, that's kind of what breaks him in all of this. But any who's he. Oh. So, so that's all I got this week. That's what I got too. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, David provided some news for us, of course. I sent you news too. Did you send me news? Oh, my gosh. All right. So well, first we of all, hold on. Oh, oh, yeah, we have to talk about that. Okay, give me a second here. So have you seen the... Whatever. Did you see the trailer for The Eyes of Tammy Faye? No, but now I have to. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jessica Chastain what? as Tammy Faye Baker. No way. No way. Way, way. So I have a fabulous story about Tammy Faye Baker. Okay. So my grandmother was, she was like, my grandma was older than everybody else's grandma. Okay. My grandma was like everybody's great grandma. Okay. And 
she would talk about she was totally into all those TV preachers, totally yep. into them all. And she would talk about Tammy Faye and how she wore so much makeup. And Grandma didn't wear nothing. She didn't wear no makeup on her face. She was totally barefaced. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, me and my little junior high, high school freshman brain are like, yeah, how much makeup could this woman possibly wear? Okay, Grandma, sure. Tammy Faye wears a lot of makeup. And then my dad's got my dad's got one of those inquirer rags or whatever. And he's like, hey, you know how grandma keeps talking about Tammy Faye and all her makeup? Yeah. Here, you want to see what she looks like? Yeah, I do. And then he turns the page. And I'm like, what? what? What the fuck am I looking at, Dad? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I never doubted grandma again. Yeah. And there's this <laughs> very shit. famous. Holy shit. There's this very famous interview that she did. And she's just crying. And all of her oh, mascara God. is running. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, like the mascara is running down her eyes and she's got all of this um, mascara lifting the eyebrows. So she looks like a raccoon. Oh my God. So much makeup. But I will tell you this. She and and not giving any shade to Andrew Garfield either, because Andrew Garfield plays Jim Baker, the actual preacher. But the movie is about Tammy Faye Baker. Mm hmm. I am predicting right now that Jessica Chastain will win the Oscar for Best Actress for this. I am going to go out on a limb right now because when you watch that trailer, wow. Well, I'm going to have to look for it. It is amazing. And I have always said that Jessica Chastain is one of the greatest actresses we've got going on right now. She and Margot Robbie, I think are not just beautiful, but incredible actresses have honed their craft, know what they're doing, everything. This is Jessica Chastain's year. I would be, I would put even money on that right now. Watch that trailer. Okay. I will do that. Yeah. And okay, so now Zoe's Zoe's extraordinary playlist. Let us have a moment of silence. It was canceled. So sad. Well, I can't say as I was surprised they moved it to fucking. When did they move it to? Like Saturday night? I don't even know what night it was on. I don't even know. And but it convinces me of one thing. It convinces me, it, it absolutely convinces me of one thing. Mm-hmm. Regular television now is for old people. Oh, completely, yes. Because old people need the clicker, mm-hmm. meaning the remote, and that's all they want to do is watch their their TV shows on regular TV. Fuck streaming, you know, I don't want to know what's on Paramount Plus or Netflix or whatever. I just want to turn on my cable go to CBS and I want my NCIS, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. Zoe's extraordinary playlist, I think went away before it's time. Oh, totally. it would have been, did the show end? I, I'm somewhere early of this season. I didn't get too deep. I have, I, yeah, I, I watched so far. Yeah. I, I watched the first couple of episodes of season and this is why the show was canceled. By yeah, the way, we're <laughs> I watched the first episode mm-hmm first couple of episodes of season two. And then I was just like, okay, I'll catch up with it later. Yeah. 
But season one, if you oh. are looking for something that is gut punchy, beautiful, emotional, will make you cry and laugh at the same time, watch season one of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Absolutely, yes. Because that truly has a beginning, middle, and end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, when season two picks up, okay, season two picks up and you're back in that world, but you kind of don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Is this on Hulu or would it be on? Peacock? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Okay. So it's available uh, on Hulu. Is it on? Pe oh, fuck. I don't it's even know. It's an NBC thing, so I don't know. Try Hulu first. Hulu yeah. is a far better platform. Yeah. And if it's not there, people, watch it ugh, on Peacock. Yeah. But yeah, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist bit the dust. So sad. Well, I, and I was reading an article about it, and I think it's the article you sent me, that they were trying to shop it around to Peacock yeah. for it to yeah. continue or other streaming platforms for it to continue but it, it's it's kind of dead in the water, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, my that amazing show Evil is going to be on the. It's not CBS All Access anymore. The Paramount Paramount Plus. Plus. It's going to be on Paramount Plus only now. I think it starts back up next weekend, maybe next Friday. Okay. I forget exactly, but that that one's amazing. Evil is amazing. I should I should watch it. It sounds like something totally we should check get it out. Into. It is so creepy. Um, so creepy. But I I don't know anymore. I think and please everybody log on to thewatchlistpod.com, click on contact us or hit us up on the social media at symbol the watchlist pod and at pirate alice at bill larson at bill ivory larson. Let us know what you think of regular TV versus streaming. And I'm not trying to be ageist when I say that, that regular TV is for older people now. But if you look at what is successful on regular TV now, it is all of your formulaic, like just turn it on and it's basically the same plot every week kind of show. And I love 911 and 911 Lone Star. So I'm in that ilk too. You know, we have our you know what? We're just going to watch this. It's mindless. It's stupid. We're going to, we're going to watch this kind of show, but it's good. It's entertaining. And sometime this year, Brooklyn nine, nine, it's final season is going to air, but NCIS, all the Chicago shows, med PD fire, all of that stuff made for an older audience. A million little things. It's the same shit all over again. This is us. Same shit all over again. It's all the same. It's, you know, all 30 something over and over again. Well, and I just don't know if there's anything fresh on broadcast TV. Now, I could be wrong. I could be I could put my foot in my mouth tomorrow if somebody were to say, hey, Bill, check out these three shows that I, I and I think this also and then i'll say this and i'll shut my old ass up okay i think there are people our age programming the networks oh yeah I, i'm sure of it yes because do i like sci-fi shit of course i, I watched do. debris we reviewed debris on our show yeah, we reviewed i feel like i reviewed emergence too i think you did 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not like it doesn't appeal to us in some way, but I think there's more inventive stuff. There is certainly, and you prove this every single week, that there is stuff around the world to watch. Yeah. That is that is as good, if not better, than a lot of the same recycled ideas that that seem to be coming from Hollywood land. Yeah. So, ra- so rant over... But rest in peace, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. You were, we hardly knew ye. Well, everybody, make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that Contact Us button. Engage us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod, And subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right. Cool. Well, thanks, Patty. Thank you, Bill. I don't know what we're going to watch next week, but we'll have some new stuff. And then you go away. I actually go away next week, Friday. I am on a plane Friday morning. Cool. Okay. So we'll have to figure something out. We're going to figure something out. Mm -hmm. Everybody, you might get like a five-minute podcast that day. Of just Bill. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear me. Why are you looking at me like that? Nobody wants to hear you. Nobody wants to hear me. Come on. Come on. You and David. You and David can have a show. Yeah, there's an idea. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll figure this out. All right, everybody. Yep. You take care. Um, and we hope you are safe. Have a great week. And we will yes. talk to you soon. Yes, we will. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.